1: To our sidekicks and hench folk out there in the Geek Nation, you're currently tuning in to the Adjectiveless Cult Pop Podcast, episode 43, a show where we talk about comics and movies and uh, TV shows and the multiverse and all the other things that scratch your nerdy itch. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. I have a comic book store, it's in Maniunk. Go to it. Uh, we're coming to you live from Young Junk HQ, a bomb ass podcast production space in Maniunk. Pennsylvania. I'm your infinite variation of hosts, Johnny Destructo, which I just said. You did. But
0: with me this week is... Oh, it's me, Brian. Several Brian's. Brian Lieb. Several, yeah. And Not all of them.
1: at, at least six Lens.
0: <laughs> and we all holler at you.
1: Uh, also in the booth is 19 of our trusty producers, all wearing one trench coat, Dylan the Great.
0: It... It's so hot in this trench it's, coat. I'll tell you what, all nineteen of us in here, I it's, imagine. it's getting body sweaty. Oh. Yeah, Just, and it's wool. Ugh. Yeah, why would you? Why yeah. would
1: you put on a wool? Never mind. <laughs> Feel Listen. free to comment, like, subscribe, do all that nasty, dirty stuff that we like. Um, you can chat with us, like Robert Monroe Jr. is doing on the big screen. What's up, cold poppers? What's what's up?
0: Oh, uh, not too much. Hmm? Uh, you know this and that. What's Sh- going on with you? What? what? was talking
2: about. What's up? How are you doing? <laughs> what right. happened?
0: Great. I'm, I'm answering the question.
1: What's up?
2: Not much. Oh, nothing. Oh. Uh, what's <laughs> up with you, Robert? That's the Manero, way Jr. we do a show.
1: Yeah. Uh, Alright, so let's <laughs> move on to my favorite segment, which I lovingly call, What Have You Been Up To This Week? Huh. Huh. Uh, I'm going to kick us off with probably Len, because right next to his name, I've got two question marks. Hey, Len, what you been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Did you prepare for this segment?
3: Been well, not unbeknownst
1: much. to you I, I do not be knownst it Don't be knownst it
2: I did Because huh. I've been up to things Yeah, you do stuff <laughs> I do sure. stuff Yeah I'm not like I'm smart Smart well, people do stuff yeah. Like they yeah. say I'm yeah. <laughs> smart Not what respect
1: Dumb people do stuff too Just saying
3: yeah, True, they do They
1: do dumb things Usually me They, they do usually you? do me Yeah Because oh. they're dumb They don't <laughs> know any better Go ahead. Case in point, his wife. So we...
3: Oh,
1: double gonna insult. She's going to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, man. You better hope she's not watching.
3: Go ahead. That's a short...
1: This insulted my wife.
0: Yeah. And, well, you too at the same time. To be it fair, whole, it's not real, I think it's, really it's not really an insult, insult to, to my wife. It it's an to insult you. to me. Yeah. yeah. The this fact that was she... definitely how it was intended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. shit. All right.
2: Yeah, she knows. Okay, all right. She, she will say... <laughs> No, he really was talking about you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. honey.
0: Shit, that's a good Took point. Took me
2: too long to get. That. I'm good. He just a, <laughs> probably just sent a text. But no, what I've been up to, um, I'm glad you asked exactly what I've been up to because what I have been up to is that I've been in the midst of rewatching for some strange reason, Hogan's Heroes. Oh, I did, of all Hogan's of the heroes. shows, <laughs> I know of all the shows, right? Ah, huh, okay. I, Here's the curious thing about Hoagie's Heroes. People don't know about this 50 year old show. I was
1: going to say, anyone yeah. under the age of 60, go.
2: Let it's, them know. It's about these, a group of American soldiers who were captured in World War II, and they are prisoners in a uh, German POW camp from which they run an underground operation to sabotage the war after the German uh-huh. war effort. And as I have learned, watching I'm now into deep into season two of this. And remember, this is back in the 60s when seasons of television were about 30 shows right. a season. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oof. Deep into season two, I'm amazed that they are still sabotaging the German war effort <laughs> every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. And no one catches on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they have. They have spies going in and out of the camp. They have actually, like, built and flew a plane out of the POW camp. Mm -hmm. They've stolen a map. They've blown up the same bridge 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) They just keep rebuilding that bridge. (laughs) And yet the Germans keep coming to Stalag 13 and keep going to to the commandant and say, Keep this under your hat, Clink. This is a secret. (laughs) And it always gets out.
0: And why would they even bring that information to this prisoner of war camp? (laughs) Like, we just like everyone to know about (laughs) our secrets. But only us. We're just terrible at keeping
1: secrets.
2: We're
0: just so excited about our plan. We got to tell everybody. It's such a good plan. It's like, yeah.
1: the,
2: it's like the, the POW camp is the only German office. Yeah, yeah. like like, Everything has to they, go through. Yeah, middle management. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And this is a show that ran for five years. Oh, man. It's,
0: it's, well, people loved... At that time, especially seeing the Nazis get beat, right? I mean, like, I, I'm still there's into
2: nothing it. funny about it being locked in a POW camp when you think about it. Do they still
1: not. like so? You said they escaped and they blow up
2: bridges, but then they always come back. Well, see, they don't escape mm-hmm. because they are they are part of the underground. But they put so, their
0: own purpose in the beginning, or do they just make use of a situation and then like build
2: they build? No, this? they actually ultimately got caught, yeah, but then once oh, they get okay. caught. They're they developed like, the, hey, they look like get, this, this, is even this better. like this crew. Yeah, they keep
0: bringing their secret plans here. I just
1: really want to
2: blow that bridge
1: up.
0: Yeah. A I mean, lot.
2: Dude, they've got, I mean, like, it's one thing to, like, dig tunnels. Yeah. yeah. These, dude, they got, like, apartment complexes
1: <laughs> there. <laughs> Unsolved. The farm underneath. <laughs> you <know>. No. Dude.
0: <laughs> Smoking <laughs> jackets and record players. <laughs> Well, like, thank you for coming like if iPad. you if you yeah. watch
2: like a German like a World War two movie that mm-hmm. talks about escape like you know Starlock seventeen upon yeah. which this this t v show is loosely based yeah. um, and they talk about like digging tunnels right mm-hmm. maybe one or two tunnels yeah. hogan's heroes they'd be like, all right, take him out of tunnel number twenty <laughs> you know, the one out by the cement pond yeah, I mean, yeah. like it, like they got they got like their own radio joint that you know, they um, shoot up there, turn on the radio. You, you see the guy turning on the radio and then you cut to the flag on top of the German office. Hmm. where An antenna just rises <laughs> up out of the flagpole. They've got, they, dude, they've got a periscope that comes out of a water barrel. Amazing. It's a,
1: it's of all the, and I, I assume, I can only assume that there are hijinkeries. Oh my God.
0: Oh, it's the whole show. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a comedy. The one guy knows nothing. Yeah. 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 I know nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It's, it's hilarious. Now, do you what know what a strange, right.
1: yeah, place to set your comedy. Well, I think it's you neat, know, though.
0: I was sort of joking before. Well, I wasn't joking, but it was pointing something out. But I think it really did play into it is that there's the target audience of that show had been in the war yeah. you know yeah. probably yeah, right yeah, yeah. so they yeah. came home and they but, um, liked watching yeah. those people get made the fool like yeah. all the time and losing yeah. all the time which you had mentioned like they get away with everything had you guys heard that it was a condition of was his name Werner klemper who played colonel clink
2: Werner klemper yes yeah.
0: who um who's jewish mm-hmm. and he um it was a condition that Klink never win yes never. yes you know, like he, he never gets one over on them uh, nothing yeah, ever. yeah, yeah.
1: Where where this it sounds great. I mean I'm aware of it. Uh I've never watched it, but I've always been sort of you aware of it. You never even watched
2: it when it was back in syndication?
1: Nah, nah, like like you know, what would you uh Nick at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 no, I never really watched it. It's on freebie. Freebie. Okay, cool. I would. Yeah. That I, sounds I would at least want to watch the first episode.
0: Yeah. I would I would see Hogan's sometimes in the in the paper TV guides yeah. <laughs> again. Oh yeah, like, I remember those. Oh, things. nice. And it was Hogan's Family. Was oh, like, that's ah, right. Yeah. It. Is that a, the different spin-off, show. or completely no. different. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. Hogan's
2: Do you know what Hogan's family was? I never heard of it. Hogan's family was, um, uh, 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 Valerie Harper, who used to be Rhoda on the Mar- Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay. She got a show of her own, like actually her second show, um, and I think it was called. It was
0: called Valerie. It was called
2: Valerie before, yeah. And she, it, it was basically like a family comedy. Oh, okay. Right. She got into a contract dispute with the with the company. So they fired her, and then they rejiggered the show and called it the Hogan's Family.
1: Oh, without her, yeah. without her. Oh, yeah. kind of like Roseanne.
2: Yeah, and wow. do you know yeah. who? Do you know who's the other person, the other famous person to come out of that show yep. it was her son, played by Jason
0: Bateman.
1: Oh, really? no kidding! Uh, oh, cool. I I'm a, I love Jason Bateman. Oh, he's yeah. He's he's Phenomenal. been a favorite of mine since I was a, a
0: child. Teen Wolf 2? Teen Wolf too. Cool. I
1: freaking love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Robin Rowe Jr. says, I know someone who was in the Korean War who never watched MASH yeah. because he said that nothing that happened over there was funny. Yeah,
2: well, that's true. Sense. But but that's yeah. the, to be fair, that's the Korean War. It's not the German War. But you're right. There there was some definitely some pushback. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, uh, um, and people, it doesn't wear well mm-hmm. when you think about it. Yeah, But it, to your point, the Germans never win. Right, right. It's all about them getting it to come up and, and you know. That's what it
0: was. It was a product of his time.
1: I would like to see that. That sounds... Yeah, watch like, At least episodes. interesting. A nice little time capsule. Capsule. Uh, Brian.
0: Are you sure you don't want to tell us what you've been up to this week, huh?
1: I was showing it to you to ask me. Hey, JD. Hey. Are you <laughs> sure that you don't want to tell us what you've been up to I'll this week? I'll tell you week, what huh? I've been up to this okay. week. So um, for this week and several weeks in the past, uh, I have been watching the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, I Man. haven't seen that. I, oh, I have. Yeah. So many times. So uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I had seen Super Mario Brother in the theater when it first released. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of the theater, just sort of like, 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 okay. Like a bit of a shrug, like, oh, all right, I watched that. At least I got popcorn out of it. That was nice. A nice little birch beer or whatever. Um, And it just, I felt like it was lacking something. It felt a little lame. Like, it didn't really feel like it had any layers to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my son. Loves Mario and Luigi. He one of his words that he says right now is not a word, D G, but we know he's saying Luigi, right? And for Mario, he just says hmm, mm. so it's mm, D G. Nice. Uh, so he's got a he's got a like a Luigi plushie doll and a Mario plushy doll, and then we also got him the little hard action figures from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he Luigi comes with a a, a light. Uh, what do you call it? A flashlight, flashlight. And mm. Mario comes with a plunger. Nice. Makes and he sense. just always has him. He's either holding the two of the mm. plushies or two of the figures. Anyway, I've seen this movie so many goddamn times in the past several weeks That's because what it's just on repeat, and I have grown to fall in love with this movie. <laughs>
0: That's what happens.
1: And it kind of yeah, just um, what's it called? When you are kidnapped.
0: Oh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Stockholm syndrome. Yep. Yeah.
1: And uh, it's just it's so much better than my first. Reaction mm-hmm. allowed it to be. I went into that movie expecting a multi-layered for adults, for children. Yes. It works on multiple um,
0: like Barbie, like but Barbie, Mar- but like like Spider Spider Sense.
1: more like Spider Verse, more like, like uh, oh, okay. specifically, I would say Lego, the Lego okay, movie, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: okay.
3: yeah.
1: Um, where I, I went into that movie being like, they made a fucking Lego movie. How are you mm. gonna make a? Oh, okay. Mm. That's brilliant. That's amazing and hilarious, and it's got so many layers to it. Um, but this is just like when I was a kid and it was the Care Bears movie Mm -hmm. and the Care Bears went up against, was it Captain Coldheart? I suppose. Sure. Um, and it was just the good guys versus the bad guys and they had an adventure and then they won the day and that was the end of the movie. Exactly. It's like that, but slightly more hilarious. There are some really good bits in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, and I just, I, I felt like I should have publicly apologized to Mario Mario and his brother, Luigi Mario, (laughs) for besmirching their good name. Uh, They're a heck of a pair of brothers. Um, And that was it. I just was like, I shit on this movie when it came out, and I was wrong.
2: You watched it through the eyes of your son. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which are the intended eyes. Yeah. And it changes your whole thing. When my grandson um, came, the first time my grandson came to stay with me, Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, I have to find something. You know, late at night, time to go to bed. What are we going to watch? Go to my daughter said he loves Backyardigans.
1: Oh, I've heard of it, but
2: yeah. it, which is basically like these these uh, these anthropomorphic animals. Mm-hmm. They're they're like friends, and yeah. they get in They go in their backyard and they have make believe adventures. Oh, right. It basically is Muppet Babies, mm-hmm. but for oh, this generation. That's cool. right. Fun. I used to love the Muppet. Oh, right, too. but this was, oh. but this is like you know computer animated because yeah. that's the the that's the thing that's the thing. So I'm watching it with them, and I'm like, this is just the Muppet Babies, and mm-hmm. it's not quite as good as the Muppet mm-hmm. Babies because they're singing these god awful songs, mm-hmm. and this hippo is dancing and bouncing, and getting on my nerves. But he's stuck loving it. Yeah. Well, by hour twelve, with the <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like. Look at that hippo, hey, man. Look yeah. at that hip hippo. Right yeah. that you know, be yeah. yourself. You Dance, girl. Going on yeah, That's yeah, right, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm with you. Go ahead, girl. Um, And then, of course, the next day it was, um, what is that? Those superhero?
0: um. Oh, and they all like all single color costumes. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but I've seen the toys. Oh, what's um, the name of it? Dylan knows. He's young. Um, <laughs> he
2: has no idea. He's like, what the?
0: Fuck? I, I, Dylan, I,
2: come on. I would know it. I, I would know. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the next day it was Blue's them. Clues. It's not Blue's Clues. Shut up, Dylan. You don't blues. know. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, no. No.
0: no. They, they all have like the same costume. With yeah. the Mighty Morphin yeah. Power Rangers.
2: They're like, and like animal spirits. No animal tones or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. But right. the next day was watching them for hours. And I was like, okay, that's what happens, man. They, just, you they watch suck dude, you in. They suck you in, Speaking
1: though. of late night viewing, I, this wasn't part of my thing. But I, and also older viewing shows, hmm. Twilight Zone. The original. Oh. I am going through the first season, season of the Twilight Zone. Oh, such good stuff. I, my family went to bed. I wanted to put on something spooky related, like kind of horror-ish, but mm. also like a half hour. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? I never really watched
2: it's wonderful. You have never, like, watched when they do, like, the New Year's New Eve. Years. They used to do yeah. all the, the... Wow, I would have thought that would have been right up your alley. You, yes. Mm. It is.
3: Mm.
1: You are correct. Yet. <laughs> it just didn't... Yeah, my alley... I did not get to that particular alley until recently. Which...
0: Uh, any, like, great episodes that stand out?
1: Um, I'm only on episode, like, three or four. Yeah. Uh, The first one is the guy who comes into a small town and everyone's gone. Yes.
0: yes. and
1: But, yes. like... Cigars are still smoking. Mm. Um, a burger is still on the like grill. They just left,
2: right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like
1: everyone was here a second ago. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, And then the reveal of that was awesome. I love the reveal, which I won't spoil. Um, I you can't remember. spoil it. Well, there's probably Euro- people yeah. out there who you should watch. The Twilight Zone is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have a hang-up of it's, oh, it's so old, and it's black and white, and it's probably out of date. But it's, Not man, the good. social commentary in that show oh is God. so good. Yeah. Um, still prescient.
0: Yes. Um, well, that- that or was Star pressure Trek, pressure. right, probably no. still precious no, in the
1: future. It's going to be the same. Uh,
0: that and Star Trek both were done to, uh, advance, um, you know, moral messages and commentary that it they, was woke. Yes. That they didn't think the censors would allow. So they yeah. both used allegory in different ways. And, um, did you ever hear the story of like how Rod Serling first kind of the first glimmer of the idea of the show? mm so he was in an airport, and he saw somebody from behind in a in the same suit he was wearing, with I think the same hat and the same head, and he had a briefcase, which probably looks...
1: happened a lot back then.
0: Yeah, probably like everyone right. wore
1: the same fucking shirt. But
0: yeah, uh, it, was,
2: suit. it was black and white.
1: <laughs> and it was every head, exactly. <laughs>
0: you could barely tell. This happened to him five times every day. Yeah, yeah. But this time, so he uh, and he had like the same briefcase, and he was like, "Is that?" Me, yeah, you know, mm. and that was he was like, Oh, I should do a show about weird stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and it's excellent, and uh, many of them adapt sci fi short stories from that time, oh, which yeah, which is also cool, oh. yeah, because
2: yeah. I, I heard that he had written them all. He didn't write them no. all. He wrote most of them. That's impressive. And and, mm. and some of the writers, he got some of the top writers of the day yeah. to write some.
0: Did Harlan Ellison? I think, think he wrote right? I I think, a couple. I think he definitely he did that. or Outer Limits, but I, I think, think he
2: wrote was... a couple of them. He wrote. I think he wrote more Outer Limits stuff. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek. Uh, and another and one Trek. I enjoyed
1: is the the act. There's an actress who has passed her prime. Um, She was a really popular actress in the 30s, but now it's the 50s and all she she does is stay in her, she has a mansion and everything and she's well off and she just stays in her own little study Mm -hmm. and watches her old movies from 25 years ago Mm. on one of the old projectors and refuses to come out um, and she just keeps wishing it was more like, you know, Mm. it was 25 years ago and
0: that ends she got stuck in the movies yeah nah, yeah that's yeah. Yeah. yeah they come in and it, but, she's but, actually yeah. up
1: on the screen yeah. in the movie when they turn on the projector and mm, yeah. she's actually like interacting with them mm. in real life but from the f-
0: oh, from the screen yeah, yeah it was
1: it was real cool yeah. it's a it's great show i'm really excited to watch more of them it's, you know one of the great
0: one of the best narrators in television oh history. yeah oh you know ron serling's well, narration
1: what was wrong with his upper lip
0: i don't know anything
1: Watch him talk. He always, his, his upper lip looks like it's been glued to his teeth. do they just look cool? Like he's just. Watch him. Right. Every time he, cause it's always a close up of him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, telling you next week on Twilight Zone, we'll talk about this or we'll show you this, whatever. Oh, and he yeah. always has, oh, maybe he didn't, he just didn't have a lip. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's no lip. Uh, Robert Rose says the original Twilight Zone. Those shows were great. Yes. Wait until you see the monsters are due on Ooh, Maple Street. That is such a good yes. episode. One that of my favorite episode. episodes.
2: Great episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, Billings shaking a finger. That yeah. is a great Don't episode. Don't spoil it.
2: I'm excited. Oh no no, no! no, I'm, I'm going to watch Such it. the man, I could go down oh, rabbit hole. a rabbit hole. There, yeah. th- th- there's a famous episode with Burgess Meredith. Yes. Oh, is this the one we were talking about it the other? Yeah. Day. With, yeah. Yeah. I
1: had time. It's not yes, fair. Yes, I had time, yes, I know the end. Of, yeah. So many. I think yeah, so many of you know, these we'll have been spoiled by yeah. like family guy
0: right right because they'll
1: just reenact there's the entire so many yeah. Yeah. Parody. yeah
0: Futurama has a parody of that yeah. one there's oh yeah there's the
1: one where i guess someone uh is in like a world of ugly people and she gets, oh yes yeah that's a everyone's that's like a the real pig famous pig one yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
0: a real famous what do you mean one. she's uh she looks beautiful we're all walking around here looking like pigs remember the norm mcdonald Saturday uh. night live <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like they unwrap it yeah, everyone's like Oh, she's hideous. She's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I liked him. We're abominations. She's
1: gorgeous. (laughs) I have to have to watch that video. Uh, Oh, that movie is so sad. The one that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Anyway, I'm sorry. I poof. Brian, what have you been up to this week, huh? I'll
0: tell you what, JD. We're doing, as uh, I think you know, uh-huh. a, an episode about the multiverse and and some of our favorite alternate reality stories, yes. right? So I thought it would be cool to look into the history of that mm-hmm. in fiction, right? And maybe a little bit not in fiction. Oh! That's so that's right. what you've been up to. Huh. This is what yeah. he's been up to, yeah. That's one of the things that I've been up to. Okay. I was up to it. Um, And uh, so anyway, we've got from like way back ancient Greece sometimes people would tell stories about a world that was different and it gets listed but they are not alternate reality stories right they're like mm, I mean I guess they kind of are but they're not alternate histories anyway in we fast forward to H G Wells something ah. called A Modern Utopia in 1905 is the first time in fiction that people are specifically transported to an alternate world or in this case, actually, um, no, they are, they are transported to an alternate world. that was primarily a way of him showcasing his, uh, social and political views, this utopia that had been 3000 years more advanced than our own. Mm. And, but it was an alternate reality, right? That people from our world went to, Mm -hmm. um, so, that is the first one, other than those older histories, that are a separate world from ours within the narrative of the story. Gotcha. You know? Um, and then again, in 1923, his Men Like Gods, we've got two people transported to another world, which is the first time that they talk about there being lots of other worlds. Right? So And when did you say that was 1910? That one was 1923. 1923. Okay. Yeah. So they are, in the other one, they're just transported to this other place. In this one, you don't go to any other worlds, but when they're in the alternate world, it's known that there are more than that, right? A multiverse kind of concept. Um, and then we've got Heinlein, Elswen in 1941, where characters travel to various worlds. So the first time that we see a multiverse in fiction. Hugh Everett at that time, ah. in like 19... 19- I don't have the exact year, but late 50s. Um, I'll tell you, it was 1954
1: ah. in a student hall at Princeton University where grad student Hugh Everett was drinking sherry with his friends when he came up with the idea that quantum effects caused the universe to constantly split. He developed the idea for his PhD thesis and the theory held up. According to his work, we are living in a multiverse of countless universes full of copies of each of us.
3: Hmm. Hmm. That was
1: my intro to this segment, to the segment we're about to do. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he used the term multiverse there. The term multiverse had actually been used in like the 1700s, but in a completely different context. Um, So presumably he was the first to describe it as that. But then in uh, fiction, we have the flash of two worlds. Hey! Right? That's your guy. Yeah, two of them. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Carmine Infantino drew a cover with the current Flash, Barry Allen, and Jay Garrick, the golden age flash, who Barry Allen used to read comics about, right? Mm-hmm. In his first story. Because they used to uh play a game with their writers to draw very difficult covers to write stories about. I heard this from Carmine Infantino.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So a mm. lot of them they'd be like, i oh, don't see him get out of this one. And it was like Holy a back and forth. Yeah, right? that's
1: the That's the reason for so many ridiculous covers back then. Yes,
0: that and the attention grabbing nature of them. But sure, that's awesome. Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I
1: like the Power Girl story. What? Oh, Power Girl. No, one know this story where the who's do you remember who was drawing Power Girl
2: when she first came was created?
1: Well, there was I forget. I I was not prepared for this, but I I shouldn't have said anything. But there was a story about Power Girl uh, who is very buxom. Yes, She is a very busty lady, and so the guy who was drawing her, I guess uh, the writer kept being like, draw him, draw him a little bigger, draw him a little bigger, draw the boobs a little bigger. And so eventually, he just would start drawing the boobs bigger every issue, and just to see if he <laughs> would notice. He would. Wally Wood, was it? Huh. He would just keep escalating her boobage <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, to uh, ridiculous proportions. Yeah. Interesting. That's why her. That's why to this day, very Power large. girl has. Uh, she's very
0: top heavy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, anyway, sorry. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Not bad. Huh. <laughs> uh, and really so, not germane to the conversation at all. No, but it was another thing trying
1: to. Yeah, it's germane.
0: It was germane to that. So point. it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. one creator natural
1: fun. doing something to another creator. To go ahead. So behind probably your probably. back, your,
0: Brian
2: is just saying like just.
1: Oh, you mother! <laughs> really? <laughs>
0: I, d- I would. You never. guys,
1: it's not fair. I have to turn. I have the Batman suit on. I, have to, I can't turn at the neck. Go. Finish your shit. Right. So we've got,
0: <laughs> thus started the DC Comics multiverse. Uh-huh. And, um.
1: Which, by the way, was awesome. That's was one of my awesome. favorite comics of all time.
0: I love it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that gave rise, I think, in many ways to the multiverse being in, uh, sci-fi right because you've got these earlier examples but then with that that was the first like large-scale multiverse a couple of years later you have a star trek episode that deals with a mirror universe that a lot of tropes Ah. come from but they don't they didn't really get into a lot of realities in the original star trek series um so then i don't know the exact year on this one but the fantastic four go back in time Because Reed has come up with a way to cure Ben Grimm, Ah, right? Finally. But, funny you should use the word finally, JT, because it would only work in his earlier form, right? Uh Because, you know, the thing went through a couple of transformations early on. So they go back in time to give him the cure back then. Introducing the idea of, well, like Hugh Everett's, whenever you go back in time, you create another reality. Because it works, they go back to the present. Ben Grimm's still like he is. And, ben, and Reed's like, oh, Whoops. what happened was we yeah. created another reality, um, which becomes a major plot point of Marvel Comics in yeah. Endgame. It comes up as well and was a big part of Universe X and all that stuff. Um, so then you've got What If, right? Awesome series. Yep. Uh, which starts talking about what if things in our narrative <laughs> went differently, yeah. right? Not just some other alternate world where the world's history is different, but, like, what if Spider-Man if had done this? one specific thing. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think was another, like, important advancement of the concept. Then Crisis comes around. DC crisis, on like, Earth. crisis on
1: Infinite Earths.
0: Crisis on Infinite Earths. DC, for some reason, says, this is too complicated for people to understand, which I've never thought made any sense at all. And uh, they collapsed it down to one universe.
2: Did that confuse you? It didn't confuse me, but I couldn't huh. understand the want to streamline... Yeah.
0: The the one to streamline, I didn't like, but I can understand it. But their whole concept of like, oh, they thought it was too confusing for people yeah. that I've heard, which may not be, even be true. But I was like, well, what the hell? It was. Yeah. It, it could com- Confused like, oh, this yeah. is Batgirl.
1: So, this is not the Batgirl that I was just reading. Wait, yeah, this no. is Huntress. Yeah, wait, is this Huntress yeah. is the
2: daughter? Wait,
1: which Huntress is this? I do yeah.
0: remember that conversation. So I can kind of, yeah. I yeah. kind Captain
2: Marvel and the Shazam family, they were supposedly on a, their own fan, their own Earth.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah,
2: they weren't part of like the DC. No, they pretty no. much were on their
0: Earth S. Oh, Although, they okay. did, like, Superman was on the cover of the first. DC Captain Marvel, right? Introducing him. Oh, is he not in the story? Yeah, he's just okay. introducing him. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Uh so then another notable change, I think, is Sliders. I at least I love Sliders, right? the TV show. Awesome TV show where people are stuck hopping from universe to universe. It's I didn't vet this or check it out in any way, but it's the first like kind of mass market alternate reality mm-hmm. thing that I'm aware of, where it was all about just the multiverse and going around from reality to reality, and if anybody can think of any others that were earlier than that, I'd be happy. Email that us it. at
1: coldpopgo at gmail.com yeah. to yell at Brian. I guess yeah. it's
2: technically not going from different universes, but which came first, sliders or quantum leap?
0: Oh, but that's not alternate. Universe. Quantum leap so, is just yeah. back in time. Right? It's making Wait, things right that once went wrong.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I guess it's yeah. not, and that doesn't create a splintered universe, right? It's not yeah. there. That's not that yeah, type that's of true. Yeah. time travel. Yeah. yeah. Um Although I love that show, too. Oh, yeah.
0: I love that show. We're rewatching watching that right now, Tomorrow, and I. Because and, the new one came on, and she's like, I'd like to watch this. And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Uh, but there's this older one. I don't know if you'd be into it. Started watching it again. Oh, it holds up so yeah. well. It's so great. Are those
1: hours or half hours?
0: Hour. Yeah, it's hour long. It's it syndicated. Yeah. 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 And uh, then, right up to the present, we've got, I would say, the wide artistic penetration of the multiverse. Right? With uh, <laughs> we've got Loki, Doctor Strange, Marvel's coming up. Their next big thing is um is uh what the I forget what it's Kang. called. Kang. Right, yeah. right, right. A lot of alternate reality stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh a multi Oscar Award winning movie. We'll discuss that at a later time.
1: I am it's so prevalent that I'm hearing people being like, all right, enough with the multiverse. It's too much multiverse. I'm done with the multiverse. Knock it off. Hmm. Not me. I love the multiverse. Oh, I, love, I it. love me some multiverse. I love the whole idea. Yeah.
0: In, oh, in fact, I want to bring it way back from Whoa. my last entry to 1632 to 1677. Brooke Spinoza, one of my favorite philosophers of all time. Not really. There's others. Heraclitus is great, too. But there's only a couple of things from him. Yeah. Lao Tzu. <laughs> anyway, who may not have even been just one guy. What? But who knows? It, Lao Tzu translates as the master.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, so just uh, it's like the ancient possible,
0: one. Or it could have been just one guy. Yeah. Anyway, Brooke Spinoza, uh, he theorized among many other cool things that everything that can possibly be happening is happening now somewhere. Right. Uh, mental and physical type things are only two of those types of things. They're the mm-hmm. two that we have awareness of now, but everything you can imagine is happening, the fact that it is fiction here does not preclude it in any way, right? Like Batman is riding a pterodactyl out there somehow somewhere. Yeah. Infinite Batman are riding mm-hmm. infinite pterodactyls. And there also must be realities where there is fiction about that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like ours. Yeah. Um and realities where we are fiction. Everything that can possibly be. So is it alternate realities? Maybe not. It's reality. Mm. But it's everything that can be. All of these alternate realities. Um, And it's an awesome idea and I love it.
1: I find great comfort Hmm. in the idea of a multiverse and in the idea therein of there being infinite versions of me Hmm. doing the things that I didn't do here, Hmm. Hmm. succeeding in ways I didn't succeed here. There's a me out there where my friend didn't die. And I get to hang out with that friend still. Um, it's just something is
0: kind of a comfort hmm. of like nice. oh no,
1: out there is you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. out there it's still going on. Um, you know, people that's cool. That, yeah. yeah. Now do know. you
0: think at the edges of that, right, there's a you that's so different from this you that it's something else. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like and in that in that way, you are part of it, the infinite variations of all things, right? And maybe we can have contact with that someday, right? If you I could mean, it's connect with scary, but sure all things, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, Robert says Lao Tzu is also my favorite philosopher. Brian, ah,
0: excellent, yeah. Oh, thank you.
1: And or- he also says same here, JD, about I guess the comfort of a multiverse because hmm. I think you know I've had conversations with other people where they find the multiverse to be uh, a frightening pop- proposition.
0: Why is that? It
1: uh, just it it scares them, or it, interesting the um, vastness, of or it, it makes them sad. That there's a them out there that's not as happy as they are here, maybe. Mm. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's mine, but the inverse.
0: Mm. Yeah. Intriguing. So um, it's also, uh, you know, a potential answer to the problem of evil, right? Why do bad things happen? Because everything that happens, happens.
1: Right. Everything yeah, that can there is happen no, happens. Yeah. Right. There's no limit to it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Perhaps.
1: Uh, well, that's what you've been up to this week. Huh. Leading us directly into Elseworlds, a term that is bandied about in reference to DC Comics specifically. But for tonight, we're going to use it to mean basically multiversal stories from both Marvel and DC, from television, from film. We're widening the scope. Um, I know Marvel's was called What If, as we already mentioned. Uh, Batman Holy Terror was the first Elseworld way back in 1991.
2: The first official Elseworld. Yes. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Gotham by... Gaslight like preceded it,
1: but it wasn't officially called Elseworlds, is that right? Right, it was,
2: ah. it was it was it, was was, it was retrocon, yeah. as an Elseworld, but it was
0: interesting. Now the thing with Elseworlds that's different from What If is Elseworlds tend to be here is a world that is completely yes. different. Yeah, right. Now sometimes there are some where it's something different happen the excellent uh, Bruce Wayne getting the Green Lantern ring right, one. Right, Some of them you know, are basically
2: what-if stories. Right. But,
1: what if Superman but, landed in the Soviet Union? Yeah, oh, Red Son. Red Son. Sun. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, or Superman Batman, where he's raised by the Waynes. Oh, yeah, Oof, yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So, what? do you have something?
0: No, just that, it, just that those are two different types of, like a lot of other times they're like, what if all of this played out in the medieval world? Yeah. Or Gotham by Gaslight. I'm reading like one the, right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's the
2: the, the DC book,
0: right?
1: I'm, yeah, I'm reading uh, Dark Knights of Steel by Tom Taylor, yeah, the guy nice. who's writing the awesome uh, Nightwing book and the Titans book currently. And that was basically what if um, S- Super uh, Kal-El came to Earth in medieval times, but also had his mom and his dad with him, mm. and they started a kingdom. Um, and then the way the kingdoms are um, sort of uh, split up, and um, I think Jefferson, uh, what is his name? Jefferson, Pierce? Jefferson Pierce. Yeah. Um, is the sort of the enemy kingdom? Interesting. Yeah, there's some. It's neat. It's good. I like it a lot. But
0: they're not super good, right? The they're good. Superman side. No, not quality of story. I mean the characters. Yes. Oh, they they are definitely good guys. The elves are definitely.
1: Yeah, they're just. And everyone knows that they're aliens and they fly and they have powers and everything.
0: I was wondering because they're opposed to Jefferson Pierce, who is also a hero traditionally. He
1: just doesn't trust aliens. Oh, okay. he's just like they're aliens. They fly. They got too much power. Whoop! Mm. Uh, what do we do?
0: He lightning. He does. Okay. So does his family. Okay. Uh,
1: do all of those "What If" DC stories count? Like, what if Superman and Lois married and had children?
0: Yes, the imaginary tales. Oh, the stories from the fifties
2: and sixties. Yeah, I want to think that they count because they are specifically imaginary stories.
0: Mm, they are not an alternate reality within right. the DC universe, even though later they have been retconned. Well, some of them will have their own, some of them. Right, right. Um, None of them are going to come up tonight because they're not on any of our lists. Too bad. I was actually thinking of (laughs) switching one of mine to one of those. You can. I might.
1: Oh, then yes, they do count. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, Len, why don't you kick us off? What do you got to start with?
2: Oh, well, um, I'll start with um, just, to me, the ultimate alternate reality because it almost took over an entire franchise as it were Mm. and that would be star trek's mirror mirror universe which started in the original series back in the 60s Mm -hmm. may i sure
1: mirror mirror is the fourth episode of the second season of the american science fiction television series star trek uh, written by Jerome Bixby and directed by Mark Daniels, it was first broadcast on October sixth, nineteen sixty seven.
2: Right, and it, I and B, you can help me. It it basically is like a, uh, another universe uh, yeah. where the, the Federation, as opposed to being this global or or inter, inter- interstellar organization for peace, is uh, interstellar like like war you know oh. the Terran Empire. you right, right, it's the yeah. Terran Empire. Um and all of and and it's the joke of it of it is and it's dead ass serious is that it's basically all of your favorite Star Trek characters but now they've got goatee's.
1: <laughs> I love that that's real. Yeah. I only know the the sort of the mocking of that through, I don't know mm. if it was South Park or Family Probably Guy. One of them. Uh, yeah.
0: Everybody. Is, of yeah, them, yeah. Everybody Tempsons? is mocked them. You yeah. know. It, now, it, I was gonna actually. I didn't mention it in my history of the multiverse because I knew you were talking about it. But I'd say it's even gone beyond the level of mocking to like shorthand. Well, it <laughs> is. Know? There are like, mirrors now
2: yeah. shorthand, and that's because not only does it show up in that episode in the second season, and I. think... No, they don't return to it. they don't return to it in a third season,
0: in in the original series. In the original series, no, I think no they, they the don't one. return to yeah, it. Yeah.
2: But it is such a beloved episode, really, of the show. Oh yeah, that when TNG comes back uh-huh. in their seven year span, they next do a, the next Star Trek Next Generation. They do a few episodes in the oh, Mirror no Mirror. Kidding. I thought they did like a few. Space Nine does. Oh, it's DCS9 doesn't yeah, View. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. right so, cause, so TNG does... They do do one, though. Mm-hmm. They do... So they do well, one. Well, they do a... Mm-hmm.
0: They do an, a parallel realities world, which did not include a world that was the Mirror Universe, because paying for those costumes to be made would have been too expensive. They never did a Mirror Universe episode. They did? Ever. Wait, what was with the costumes? Know. Well, they would have had to... So the... Um, the mirror universe in the original series, the costumes are similar, but different. A little more, more ornate. sashes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, wait, what did you say? Horny? Ornate. ornate. Oh, ornate, <laughs> but also horny. Like they show a lot more oh. skin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, okay. yeah. Yes, because,
2: because your horror in yeah. the original episode in Mirror Mirror. It's
0: like a, a bikini, basically. Oh, my God. And uniform. she's wielding
2: it at night. Nice, I, I actually have the, the Funko Pop of oh, Yahora
0: oh, from Mirror Mirror <laughs> Universe. Nice. You know. And so you no, know, so continue. Because I actually um, thought they
2: did want a TNG, but they didn't. Uh,
0: they never did. Um, which would have been cool. You wow know? that's cool there's some cool things that they could so have they done. actually don't really return to because to, it's been so forever yeah so they return to
2: really return to to the mirror mirror universe yeah. in in um in the uh in deep space nine yeah. and then it becomes like a thing in all mm-hmm. of the other iterations of star trek do
0: they do it in voyager i don't remember they maybe didn't do it in Voyager, but yeah, they but certainly it was on concurrent shows.
2: But they did do one episode, at least one episode, possibly two in uh, Enterprise. Oh, there was a
0: whole thing.
2: Yeah, oh, there was yeah. a whole thing in Enterprise. Yeah, they had a
0: pretty awesome like sequence where the guy Cochran, uh, Cochrane's the first one to to meet with the Vulcans, and it's this historic first contact day that began this, uh, federation for the shown in the movie, um, first contact. And then they have this, they got the same actor to like shoot and kill one of the Vulcans oh. instead. And all these um, moments within the history. Yeah. Um, oh, and it was the whole, uh, it was like a, cause a lot of those were multi-part episodes where, um, uh, they had the ship from the original series Yes. And yes. you don't see the regular universe at all. No. it's just entirely set within yeah, it's the. It's just set the within the mirror mirror. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Like you turn it on, you're like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you
2: quickly realize, "Oh, I'm in the mirror mirror." Universe. Because of the yeah. goatees, and it is so much a thing. They they...
0: Oh, do they? Oh, they <laughs> yeah. do. In just...
1: my head, every every uh, every iteration is like they all Everyone have goatees. Just got goatees. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Dang it!
0: There was an episode of Sliders where the women had goatees because in that world, women grew facial hair instead of oh, men. Nice. Yeah
2: but then the, the mirror mirror universe becomes such a thing yeah. in the world of star trek that it basically becomes a plot point mm. in discovery awesome plot uh, awesome <laughs> yeah because one of the one of the lead characters that you're introduced to in the first season of, of discovery you find out later in the season came from the mirror mirror universe wait yeah michelle yo
0: no, you knew that.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but wait, there's a character from the Mirror Mirror universe.
0: Yes. So there's a character. Oh. Yeah, there's a character from. I don't the Mirror think universe. I understood
1: the reference. I don't think I knew. Oh, really? I don't. Get, I didn't uh, get that reveal. it's, yeah, you, it's fairly revealed. Yeah, it's
0: pretty. It's definitely revealed. They go to the Mirror Universe, and he's like, "I'm from here, the Mirror Universe."
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I missed that episode. I was going to say
0: Mirror, Mirror Universe, to be no, fair. Yeah, it's not no, called Mirror, Mirror Universe. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> also, I bought,
1: there was probably no goatee, so I had no idea. He
0: didn't have a goatee. Well, yeah, he had to shave it because he was pretending to be the guy from the main universe.
1: Gotcha. Oh, it
0: was awesome. what an awesome oh, It was so, it was oh. so awesome. Yeah. I want to talk about
1: this after the show because I want to remember. And to
0: continues time. to the upcoming uh, Georgiou from uh, that. Discovery. Most of what she was in in Discovery was the, her character from the Mirror Universe yeah, who... Yeah is now going to have her own, like, Paramount movie or whatever. It I'm will very be. excited. Yeah. She was the
1: she was the reason I watched that show. There you go. It was for Michelle Yeoh. The only the only reason I got into Star Trek at all mm. was because of Michelle Yeoh. Oh, all right. That was nice. Um, good? Yeah. yeah. That's, right. it, that's it. That's
0: Brian. My yes, thing. what's up? What do you got? Uh, my first stop, another sci-fi, the Farnsworth Parabox episode of Futurama. Ah, <laughs> nice. Oh, what an amazing. <laughs> Dylan is fist pumping. He loves it. Yeah. And rightfully so, and it's one of the best episodes of one of the best comedies. You know what I mean? Like Futurama's does brilliant sci-fi comedy drama stuff, and this is one of the one of the best in that show, and also a great um, alternate universe uh, like send-up while uh-huh. still examining. Uh, you know they they hit on so many of the ideas and tropes and make fun of it where appropriate and you know that kind of thing like yeah. they uh, uh, they're meeting their alternate selves uh, for the first time and or uh, sitting around a table and they're like we will be universe one and you'll be universe two I'm like
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to be universe we'll be one universe like, one. yeah I don't know this place really feels more like a B bee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, two characters fight each other <laughs> they're like. I know all of her moves. That gives me the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And it uh, they're perfectly symmetrical. Is
1: this like season one, season two?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, I feel like it's a little later. No, a little later in the original run. Okay. Uh, like yeah. late season two, season three, somewhere. Gotcha. Um, they hop through so many different interesting alternate realities. Uh, the episode ends with, he creates a universe. He creates the other universe inside of a box. Mm-hmm. Ah. And that's how they go in and out of it. Neither one wants to leave that box in the other universe. So they pull them through each other, and their universe is contained within the box within their universe. Yeah. It's a, and the box is worth something, too. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> Professor Farnsworth, but it's great line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's it a. moves everyone? A, yes. Uh, oh, I love that show. But yeah. it's, uh, it's such a mind bending concept that isn't part of the alternate reality, but I just love it for that reason. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think of any of the particular. Alternate realities that stand out at me And nothing really does But it's a great It's just a great concept The professor who says What? A lot says Que? <laughs> when <did> he <laughs> yeah, goes yeah. through the Roman one You know that kind of thing Yeah I'm gonna have to check it out Oh it's so good oh, Have you uh, I do seen love. seen it I, you... No Oh yeah
1: I, I have limited experience with Futurama mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of episodes And I, I just would watch it when it was on Sure But I've never gone through And like episode, episode, episode mm-hmm. Like I am with The Twilight Zone
0: mm. Well it's on Hulu now Yeah and none of it's bad, mm-hmm. but the first 3 seasons are just brilliant like, like a, arrested there on it's development. Uh yes. The first 3 seasons oh, are the good brilliant. ones, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um although I guess the last two episodes, last two seasons have are bad. <laughs> so it's not like that at all. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Mine, I'll tell you what, what is, is Spider-Girl.
3: Oh, so oh, yes.
1: there was nice. an a literal what if comic book number 105. Um, what if Mary Jane had never lost the baby and Spider-Man had a spider girl it focuses on the outcome of one part of the clone saga in which Mary Jane uh, had apparently miscarried May though the baby was secretly smuggled by Alison Mongrain and Norman Osborn it picks up when May Mayday Parker is 15 and just developing her spidey powers Mm. and this why is that funny?
2: Yeah, I thought you were going to say just developing something else. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, it's not germane to the story, but yeah. <laughs> here we go. Um, the artists kept drawing them bigger. Bigger yeah. and bigger.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... But uh, this was, uh, I love the What If, and I love that they made an actual comic book out
0: of it. Now, did you read it when it came out in What yes, If, and you're like, yes. this is awesome?
1: Because one,
3: one of my big <laughs> hangups
1: about this, the uh, Clone Saga mm. is this thing. The fact that uh, Alison Mongrain was paid by Norman Osborn to um, smuggle the living baby away from Mary Jane and Peter and replace it with a stillborn baby. Yeah. So they thought that their kid died, and it is, and she sails away on a boat, and we never ever hear from her ever again. That they mm. Marvel was just like, we're just gonna pretend mm. that this never happened. Maybe they got lost. We're never it gonna could go happen, back to them. Right? Yeah, and just um, that's what happened. So uh, the fact that they made a what if about this, mm. I was like, oh yeah. yeah, and it is one of the rare times they have revisited the um, Spider-Man storylines so many times and they've never really been able to capture the lightning in the bottle. I think of the hmm. Stanley stuff with Steve Ditko or John Ramita senior, but somehow I think the spider girl stories really did. Hmm. Um, was it, who do you remember who wrote that? Was that Kirby Zayek?
2: No, that was uh, the spider girl. I thought yeah. that wasn't a Tom DeFalco.
1: Oh, is it DeFalco? Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, Pat O'Leaf, I think drew it for a bunch of it. Um, but it somehow it was corny hmm. and earnest, and it really felt like early Spider-Man stuff to me at the time. So it was it was awesome, but like modern at the time. Hmm. Uh, so I loved it. That was one of my all-time favorite alternate Spider-Man.
0: And it uh, led to a small universe of or like line of a, comics. A what was oh, it? I was gonna uh, say a next, but I think that was the movie. Uh, a squared what was it? It was like a yeah, squared yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, Avengers, yeah. yeah. Of the Avengers, Future the Avengers. And there were one or two more, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah, right? yeah, it was a whole different okay. universe. for one. Maybe that
1: did not last very long. No, no. no, no. Um, but yeah, and I kept Marvel kept trying to cancel it. Yes, mm. but there would be so it would be such a response from the fans with mm. letter writing mm. yeah. that yeah, three I know, at least three times yep. they
2: were like they saved it. Okay, mm. I guess we won't cancel it. And Y'all mother f- better be buying this book though. And I think yeah. as good a book as the book was, and and I didn't read it, but I just mm. took you know. I trusted people opinion, you know, I think the most important thing about the legacy of this book is the fact that it proved the power of fandom Yeah, that they saved this book, not once, not twice, but three times from the chopping block. Yep. It was incredible.
0: I think it also could be the first and maybe only, um, what if alternate reality type story, that has led to an ongoing comic i can,
1: I, I was thinking that, about that earlier yeah. and i couldn't find any other ones
0: yeah i can't think of anything else i feel like there might be one or two out there that are much mm-hmm. less successful mm-hmm. um you know i mean age of apocalypse has certainly returned many times yeah. like they've mm-hmm. done other stuff but that is an, an ongoing yeah, yeah exactly yeah. um yeah so i think this might be the only one nice yeah that is cool
2: uh len you're up well, I'm going to go with the, the, the go into the world of comic books, and I'm going to go with the comic book that really, more or less, uh, created the term "elfs' world." Mm-hmm. That was, as the I mentioned before, Gotham by Gaslight by DC Comics, written by Brian Augustin, drawn by. Um, I just draw, drew a
1: blank on his name, Mike Mangnola. An inks by P. Craig Russell. The story revolves around a 19th century version of Bruce Wayne making his debut as Batman just as Jack the Ripper has arrived in Gotham City.
2: Yeah. So, you know, Jack the Ripper, famously, that no one knows who Jack the Ripper was. Mm-hmm. So this is a story that plays on that, that idea that Jack the Ripper was actually someone who... After his murders and over in England, travels to Gotham mm-hmm. to continue
0: his crimes. And
2: sounds the, like a real jerk.
0: Yeah, so not he, he, he like was not cool. I think he, some people do think that happened, and he was H H Holmes, right? That's at least a theory. There's, there's tons of I, theories. Uh, there's oh yeah, of course. Yeah. There's, there's tons of theories. As many theories as people. That have <laughs> a different theory about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's as many
1: theories as there are people who have different theories about it. Exactly. Yes, that yes. is perfect. Oh,
0: at least as many. At least. Because yeah. somebody could have more than one theory. <laughs> <Gotcha>. Right. <laughs>
2: and what this, but really, what this book was more so than an exercise in an alternate reality was yeah. really DC starting to realize what they had in. As far as a star in Mike Mignola, oh yeah, and trying to give him something that you know this was the type of thing that he loved to draw. Mm-hmm. He loved to, to draw this this style, mm-hmm. you know, playing with the with the shadows and mm-hmm. and and um, characters that basically become almost just like silhouetted shapes yeah. on the screen, very two D. Yeah, 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 but it worked. Yeah. It worked because yeah, even when in the two dimension there was still depth mm-hmm. there, right? I had eight. gotten
1: I'd gotten a, a statue. They made a a statue uh of Batman based on a Mike Mignola drawing and I I love oh I loved it. It was grayscale so mm-hmm. it had shadows and everything, but when I took a picture of it <laughs> it looked like it just a 2D. <laughs> yeah. It was a 3D <laughs> statue that was so well done that it just looked like poof. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was yeah. so cool. Yeah. So
0: he, it, uh, it developed like I know Later on in the Hellboy stuff, especially, he gets like this very broad kind of angular, yeah. exaggerated. He style. wasn't there very yet, abstract. but, okay. you, but yeah. you could
2: definitely see it coming. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. You could see it
2: coming. Hmm. Um, it, so the story was it's cool and it, it's well, you know, Brian Augustyn is not a bad writer, so it, it does it it's serviceable, but it really was all about giving mm-hmm. Mike Mignola the chance to play, mm-hmm. play around with coming out with this very ornate Victorian, mm-hmm. you know, um Batman costume. That was a cool costume. Which which looks cool in like when you see sketches of it. Yeah. But when you look in the book, mm-hmm. the book is so dark, you yeah. really don't even that's, see it. <laughs> that's funny. You know, yeah. but He's um, just It's just a black shade. It's just a black shade, you yeah. know. But but it worked and it, mm-hmm. it was it was beautiful. P Craig Russell, one of a favorite inker. Um so it and it really introduced it was such a success that they then it just became like, this oh, well, let's put Batman in space, let's put yeah. Batman back in the
1: Civil War. Remember that multiverse we collapsed with Crisis on Infinite Earth? Mm-hmm. What if we didn't
0: see? But they were different, that was different, right? I know, yeah, because know. these worlds sort never, of. it was as though, like, so what if has the Watcher and he's yeah. like, you know, the world that we usually read about, here's another one that yeah. happened, right? Whereas else worlds were just completely separated and independent from the main line. Um, At the older DC, they like ran into each other (laughs) on a regular basis. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, So what was the doom that came to Gotham related to that?
2: No, it's just along the same lines, but it's not, it's technically not the same. Okay. And then they did, they just fairly recently did an animated version of Gotham by Gaslight. Changed the story just a little bit, slightly stretched it out a little yeah. bit for a feature length, but um, and they try to approximate the look of Mike Mignola. It doesn't really, yeah. it, it, They give it up, but it's it's still good. It still okay. sounds. But I would tell people to go buy the book.
1: Is is the reveal of Jack the Ripper? Like, is that a part of the story? Do they ever reveal who they, the who, DC who they version
0: is?
2: of Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Mm. Okay.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. There was. Uh, do you remember? A- DC did an Elseworlds annuals year, mm-hmm. yeah. which was awesome um, as, for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, just in the vein of Gotham by Gaslight and the Doom that Came to Gotham, there was another one that was in like a Victorian setting. Do you guys remember? It was um, uh, kind of Joker and Two-Face sort of deal. Mix up, do you remember what the reveal in that one was? No, I don't. Where uh, Bruce Wayne as Batman is chasing the Joker And I forget how much they hint about it earlier on, but he also, there's like an exotic flower or something in town or something like that. And he has ingested it for some reason and purposefully or accidentally, I don't remember. Um, But the reveal at the end is he is like Two-Face and this uh, flower has divided him and he is the Joker. Oh, And fun. he was chasing himself yeah. as this Victorian-era Joker. It was cool. cool. It was That's, pretty cool. I like
2: that shit. They need to put those together in a in, in like a... Comp- that would be a cool collection. collection. Well, they had like a, they Victorian had a Victorian Gotham, Batman
1: Earth. Elseworlds yeah. collection. Yeah, it had but, a couple those, of
2: but it probably didn't have that because right, there's yeah. been so Very many... specific. specific. The Elseworlds go, annuals, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. I have it, and uh, I'll check it out to see if it has it. It has the Green Lantern one, I know, and I think it's got the Civil War one, at least. Yeah. Brian, you're up. Hey. Do it. So my next one, if that's what you want to hear about,
1: that's that's the is, one, that's the
0: thing. So this is the one that I changed, right? And that's oh, why I brought shit. up. shit! It was Superman, Batman is what. I mean, I'm sorry, Batman, Superman, speeding bullets. Yes, was what I was originally because I love that. It blew my mind when I was a kid. I didn't know what Elseworlds was, uh-huh. uh, and it was like it's
2: a cool cover. What?
0: <laughs> yes, it's a cool. It's got soup. The classic, uh, Superman number one. Him arcing up with his hand pointed down in a variation of the Batman costume, right? Just out of this world (laughs) for me at the time. And I loved it. But I've also loved Superman Red, Superman Blue, the imaginary story from the 60s, right? I I
1: never read that one. I read the Superman Blue, Superman Red that happened in continuity. Right, right.
0: So... It was, uh, it was a re- you know, I didn't preface this, which I was going to, to say these are three alternate reality stories that I like. Yeah. In no way my favorites. I don't know that I can. Right. I love alternate reality stuff, and there's so many, and three is such a small number, that right? Would you just it's think I just
1: thought of the nail?
0: It's awesome. I love the nail. Right. We could have done a whole one of these just about DC stories. Yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> like yeah. the title of it said. Yeah, we that we, we were gonna do. That, but, yeah, go yeah, on, go on, tell me more.
0: Uh, so, Superman Red, Superman Blue was for me, and I think just in general, the most famous alternate reality Superman story. Now, if it, for a while, you okay. know, um, it, like from the Silver Age, I would say, right? Okay. Yeah. From
1: that month, yeah, particular year in Silver Age, it was right. It high. was the most famous
0: yeah there were two others out (laughs) close competitors (laughs) yeah yeah but this one won and uh this is about a world in which superman through a combination of i think all of the kryptonites and some science super science uh he was able to no he was working on a way to cure himself of kryptonite and he's fissioned into two supermen right identical in all ways and um, most ways no, they didn't. They had the same costume, I think. Oh, okay. And then they changed okay. later. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Um, and uh, it just really captured my imagination yeah. as a boy, right? That I love the idea of a hero's costume in a different color anyway. It's just, to me, very, very visually interesting and pleasing, like yeah. the reverse flash. Oh, I love it. It's Barry's costume, but the inverse colors, yep. right? Um, so... Uh, I, that really I loved it, and everything works out great in this story. Oh, right? that's There's rare. Two supermen. It's the fifties. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, right. Actually, I meant to mention this. It was nineteen sixty-three. Ha! Holdover from the fifties, probably. Uh, written by Leo Dorfman with art by the classic <laughs> Kurt Swan. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's very classic-looking Superman, right? Mm. And uh, with two supermen. They can take care of everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything is done. All natural disasters are fixed. He helps humanity. He re-enlarges Kandor. One of them goes back to Kandor and lives with Lana Lang. Hey. One of them stays here and lives with Lois. He loses power on Kandor. Why did Lana Lang get the bottle? He re-enlarged it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a new Krypton, basically. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But around a red sun, which kind of sucks.
1: Was Lana Lang always a mermaid? mermaid?
0: That's Laurie Lamar. That's Laurie Lamar. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Oh, Lana... Lana, From am Smallville. I'm so dumb. Well, yes, she did grow up in Smallville. We know this. <laughs> um, dumb. He's got yes. a lot of double L's.
1: <laughs> Thank and, you. Finally, you agree with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you weren't so dumb, it would happen more often. <laughs> That's our show. We did it. No, JD. No. Oh, oh. There's no. more on the lit. Ah, jeez. Oh,
2: <laughs> so no. anyway,
0: I yeah, I just. D- <laughs> All right, keep oh, it together. Fuck, so fuck. we've got uh uh you know just like every there's just, just like there's two Superman. Everything is fine now. Yeah. And and it was just plus the idea of two Superman. It's amazing. Yeah. So that or or uh, Superman speeding bullets were just mm-hmm. neck and neck for me cuz they both I love them both in yeah. different ways. Him becoming Batman is very cool. Um and he winds up becoming Superman by the end of it anyway and Lois is like but is there any other way he could have turned out to be Superman? And it, there is, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't know. Ah, the so anyway, reason why I, I,
2: I turned a scant eye to you about yes. like, the most, most popular. popular um, but Superman? you put the caveat on, on the Silver Age. Of the, yeah, yeah. Because if you go back to the late 60s and 70s. Oh. In the world of uh, this writer, Bob Haney, who wrote... Brave and the Bold, and World's mm-hmm. Finest comic books back then, who yes. paid yeah. zero attention to what was happening in the other comics. He did <laughs> not care. Yeah. He, he said, I'm writing the story. It's a good story. That's all that counts. Yeah. So much so that in the World's Finest comic books, he created Superman and Batman
0: Jr. Super Sons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can even make a case, given what Len just said, that this is not even an alternate reality because he was just like, This is how it is. This is how it <laughs> is. Wow. This is how it is.
2: Right. Superman and Batman
0: right. have teenage, mm-hmm. grown mm-hmm. sons. They're in their superheroing career already. Th- yeah. They have the, costumes just like, look, just like and Batman. Their, their parents. Yeah. yeah.
2: The only the only thing that looks different is that when they like they have mutton chops because it's the 70s. Of course, sure. It, it, their parents, their mothers are never mentioned. Oh, is it not Lois and Selina? They're never really mentioned know, at
0: that? all. That's amazing. If if
2: if in this universe that he created, Batman never heard of Robin because it basically is just Batman Junior. Robin never yeah. shows up. There is a collection you can buy a collection mm. of all of the. Superman Batman Jr. stories. There were about maybe about good six or seven of them. Would I want to? Are they good? No. <laughs> okay. You could buy them. Yeah, you but could. Yeah. the only reason you buy them is because in that collection, there is the final story, which is from I think like maybe the eighties, early nineties, where somebody no, I can't no remember. No way it's
0: early nineties. Maybe At so post-crisis? maybe crisis yeah. Maybe
2: uh, yeah, yeah, it might be pre uh, yeah, pre-crisis. Yeah, yeah. Where some writer, I can't remember, finally closes mm-hmm. the loop yeah. Yeah. on what the Superman, Batman Jr., what that the deal was yeah, with yeah. them. And I don't want to give that away oh, if you okay. ever want to read oh, the Oh, is it a
0: good... It's a reveal. It's a reveal. It is a reveal. It okay. is a reveal. All right. Okay. okay. Tune in next week yeah. for <laughs> what's up with the Super Sons <laughs> and how is that going? Um. But... Oh, wait. One of the
2: coolest things to come out of that, well, mm. didn't come out of that, was that um, it, Alex Ross, mm. the famous comic book painter, Alex Ross, mm-hmm. in his, um, one of his collected books called, I think it's Alex Ross' Rough Sketch or whatever, it's all just his sketches and his love ideas. Him. I love his pencil drawings. He actually proposed to DC that he wanted to do a story Hmm. With Superman Junior and Batman Junior, where they try to figure out, wait a minute, how did we get here? Yeah, who hmm. is our mother? Interesting. And oh. he it created like this whole universe. He pitched it to them. He wanted to tell the story, yeah. and it was going to be fully painted and Man, everything. Cool. And, de- and if you buy that book, you he's got the sketches that he yeah. presented to dc what and they era was
0: no. this you know like what was going on dc wise in terms of their willingness to do alternate stuff because for sometimes they're like i mean no, it, it was definitely
2: another. after kingdom come so uh, he, yeah, so he, he uh. could have pretty much wrote his own ticket right right I but guess not. i guess they, yeah, he wrote uh-huh. it they just didn't take it yeah. but i guess I by, no good but yeah. by then like i said like the loop had been closed on them
0: yeah right. so maybe they just didn't want to reopen
2: yeah. the can of worms
0: yeah uh, were their names also Clark and yes, Bruce? Yes, right. right. Clark and Bruce Junior. Jr. Yeah,
2: what? Who went yeah. around as Batman and Superman Junior? That's I hate it. <laughs> I hate it.
1: Um. Uh. All right. Did, hey. Did you? My, who turned it?
0: Is oh, it my turn? Your turn.
1: Hey, it's my turn. I'll go. <laughs> so speaking of Alex Ross, thank you, Len. Kingdom Come came out in 1996. It was a four-issue comic book mini-series. Um, With Mark Wade, right? Mark Wade and Alex Ross, and painted in gouache.
0: In what? Uh, Gouache. What is that?
1: Gouache is like watercolor, but thicker. Oh, it's not red. Yes, Mm. I believe it's made with eggs. (laughs) Um, Who also developed the concept from an original idea. The story is set in an alternate future of the DC universe. The new generation of heroes have lost their moral compass, becoming as reckless and violent as the villains they fight. The previous regime of heroes, the Justice League, Mm. returns... Under dire circumstances, which sets up a battle of the old guard against three uncompromising protectors in a conflict that will define what heroism truly is and determine the future of the planet. This blew me away when it first came out. Indeed, I uh, I, I want to say it was probably the first Alex Ross I ever saw or read. Are you Marvels? Yeah. Did not read Marvels. Oh, wow. Um. But for some reason, Kingdom Come, which it's got that great Spider Man yeah, cover crazy. with that that's, right? why, that's why
0: I'm like, wow. Yeah. What yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. Let's maybe I just it. wasn't aware of it.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, this yeah, is because if you did, if it, the five copies that your comic shop got yeah. had sold out, it's yeah. not like you would see it online. Yeah.
1: yeah. And if it came out, you know, last month and I wasn't able to get to the comic shop last month and right, there was right. no copies and right. I was like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, did you guys read, King- you must have, you've both read Kingdom yes. Come?
0: Oh, <laughs> yes, a thousand times.
1: Yeah. You guys, you love it? I love it. Yeah, I love Absolutely it love it. There's yeah. so
0: many great parts of that story that are, yeah.
1: Even as a kid, though, I remember being like, uh, so the, it seems like the theme of this book is, and this wasn't a term yet, make America great again. Make, you know, it's sort of like the old guard is right. The new kids, the new
2: generation, is up to no goodness. Well, but they it was, were it, right. <laughs> it, it was a commentary on yeah. on nineties comics. Yeah, and nineties comics were shit. They were shit,
0: and they were also like the thing very edgy older people. Mm. Like people aren't necessarily wrong just because they're old, yeah. right? Yeah. And Superman is Superman, and we had people like uh, Magog running around yeah, killing yeah. people, yeah. and much was made that there was the line between hero and villain was almost not there. And it was just these super battles that happened. Right. Which is an interesting way to take a superhero universe. So I think, I don't, I don't think there was an element of particular, like uh, what would later become make America great again. It certainly didn't have those ideals. Well, not, not that specifically, but it's
1: the whole thing of like, everyone's complaining about millennials right now. And it's like well, very invoked to be like, oh, every generation sure. has complaints about the fo- the following generation. Yeah. Socrates
0: yeah, that, mentioned it in his defense in front of the Greek Senate that they complain that the young don't respect their elders and that they don't all the same things yeah. that people complain about in every generation. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: my point. Um oh Dan says he, he always says it better, man. <laughs> I love that DC took a play on Frankenstein in Elseworlds for both Batman and Superman.
0: Yeah, he did. Yes. What were those? Remember uh, the names of those? I kind of remember the Batman one. Was it one of... So there was a time after the early Elseworlds that there were a lot of Elseworlds, right? A lot. Yeah. Like I said, there and it was, was always
2: a, Superman or Batman. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and after a while, it kind of, especially for those annuals, became, what if these characters were in a different time? And it not as interesting, right? Some some of them were great, and some of them not so much. Um, So if that was during that time when so many came out, and it may have even been, at least one of those, might have been one of those annuals, Um, but yeah, I, Dan Zanowski, th- let us know. Yeah, if being you a can, fan of the
1: Universal Monsters, yeah. he says. There was also one where uh, Batman was a vampire.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Blood... blood- Blood Blood Rain? Blood
2: Rain, yeah, with Kelly Jones. Yeah. That one was cool. I think there
1: was, Oh, was there a movie? There we go.
2: Batman Castle of the Bat. Yes. And the Superman monster. Monster. I do remember Castle of the Bat. There was actually a very cool one by, I think it was Alan Grant and Norm Brayfocal. Oh. Where Batman is um, basically like uh, uh, an agent of the church. And mm. it's like striking down on all these like, like demons, right? Th- like seeing like, like the heroes yeah. as demons. Oh, like, I think there's I like think a I really cool scene where like Superman is like strung up or something like that. It's mm. really, it's really out there. Uh, That's a really cool. I
1: one. love Ray Fogle. And mm. yeah, Alan Grant was he was writing detective comics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. those were great. Uh, but yeah, just Kingdom Come.
3: Mm. I just
1: absolutely love that. It's one of the first times I saw a whole book that was hand-painted, and I've never oh, seen anything yeah. like that. It was gorgeous. And the story was great, and Superman returning at the end. and yeah.
0: Captain Marvel twist. Cap- oh, the Captain oh, Marvel bit. That was a Captain cool Marvel twist. twist was yeah, cool. man. And it he was was wanted shit. the Green Lantern to be Hal Jordan. And DC said, no way.
2: Because wasn't Hal Jordan
0: dead he at the time? He was dead or evil at the time. Wait,
2: was that not Hal Jordan? So no, that was, that was Alan
0: Scott. It was unspecified, it- but that's why they never say. But ah, he's got Alan Scott's but, ring. And he's got and he's he's got, got, Alan he's got a little lighter hair. 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 It was yeah. Alan Scott. Oh,
1: I, thought, I always yeah. thought that was Hal.
0: I no, never realized. He wanted, I mean... He wanted you to be able to think it was Yeah, yeah. If you yeah wanted to. no, it was Alan Scott. Yeah.
1: Especially the way the aging works. Like, he wasn't yeah. way, way older than Bruce and Diana in appearance, like Alan Scott would be, right? Well, he's well,
0: got that going on anyway. Yeah,
2: he's yeah. Got, he's got, and he's got yeah. a little bit of that youth thing or whatever. Yeah. But um, because I think there may have been around the time that he was sentinel, but I can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that they kind of wanted you to hint that the flash in that
0: may have been Jay Garrick well, because of, oh, the, helmet. So because yeah, of the, the helmet, helmet. but yeah, it actually was Barry was. Allen.
1: Yeah, I thought it was Barry with the helmet. No, I thought it was Wally.
0: Oh, but later on it turned out to be Wally. cuz you remember they did a sequel series the called Kingdom? The Kingdom yeah. where uh somebody was going back in time killing um Superman every day, I think. Oh, wow. Which I believe was also where Hypertime was reintroduced and really? you got the Phantom Stranger looking son of Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the son of uh, Superman and Wonder Woman, raised by Batman. Right. Uh, who was like the guardian of hyper time. Never seen again. here's the thing:
2: that miniseries, The Kingdom, mm-hmm. which was which was the more or less the sequel to yeah, Kingdom, yeah. Kingdom Come. Uh Kingdom Come was originally Alex Ross's idea. Yeah. And he, he got Mark Waid to kind of like help him write it because he wasn't as much a, as. Um, confident as a writer at sure. the time. Mm. So he did come up with an idea for The Kingdom as a sequel. Huh. But DC wanted to change, so put so much All of right. a change on it that he said, okay, y'all do that. Yeah, I'm out. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then yeah. years later, when he uh, talked Jeff Johns into allowing him to uh, use yes. the Superman from Kingdom Come mm-hmm. in Justice Society. In that All book, right. he <laughs> then pretty much massages the story oh, to man. present the king that the kingdom story uh, that he wanted to
0: present. Oh That's cool. the way That, that ends, is really cool. the
2: sequel. Yeah? To Kingdom oh, Come. Oh
0: shit! The way that ends. Yes. Now hearing that that could have been a whole miniseries. I really want that miniseries instead. You know, because it turns out he sees the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. Having aged you know significantly and he's just kind of watching now yeah because like the last
2: pages of it are the last pages of that of that storyline, which is um, Alex Ross does all the covers, but it's yeah. drawn by Dave, Dave Inglesham.
1: Eaglesham was doing
0: all those. Animals. But the last,
2: the last few pages are mm. Alex Ross painted. Fun. Yeah.
0: In that universe. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, it was great. And, and, uh, Gog is a major part of that line. Yeah. That, that was the story. Didn't yeah. Him becoming, tell. but yeah.
1: Oh, also if are you guys reading, um, Batman Superman world's finest. Yes. By Mark Wade and Dan
2: Mora.
0: Yes.
1: That whole first
2: story arc. Well, that ties that, in. That, well, that whole comic is uh, like yeah. basically, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it? Supp- it's not supposed to be canon, though, is it? Uh It's supposed to
1: be in the the very recent past. Okay. Oh, no.
2: well, I guess no. it's canon. But yeah. anyway, yeah.
0: You know, um the good. Uh, Couple of thoughts about Kingdom Come. I love that concept of the Flash, right? He is moving so, so fast, fast, and mm. that's why you don't know which one it is for mm. sure. Even, because your eyes just, can't even
1: see him anymore; he's right. just a
0: blur. He's taking care of everything in Keystone and Central Cities, yeah. and is just never stops. And his daughter, who I forget if it she's in Kingdom Come or if it's just later. I think she's in Kingdom. Yeah, she's definitely she's
2: in, in King, Kingdom Come because she's on Batman's side.
0: Yeah, and is like you know feels lonely. I think with that because. He's always around. Or he's yeah, always that, running around. That
1: storyline made me sad as a Flash fan. I was For like, oh sure. Yeah.
0: Let mm. um, me take a nap. Uh but you see a few of them later on, but I would say the Kingdom Come Superman is in a different way than Spider Girl, but one of the most uh stick aroundedness guys <laughs> yeah. of uh alternate realities, right? You have seen the Kingdom Come Superman more he also more. has the
1: best S Shield.
0: He's got a great S shield. Love that S Shield. And I mean, you saw him in the uh, Brandon Routh reprise that mm-hmm. in the crisis and uh, ostensibly as a possible future to the Christopher Reeve movies because he was a possible future of that. And uh, he's in the JSA and you see him reappear more than most other alternate reality yeah. characters.
2: You know, um, Kingdom Come is, is great. It's fantastic. I I cannot recommend it high enough enough for people but it also is cool for just so many cool easter eggs that alan mm. alex ross yeah. paints into there um like the, there's like a uh touching on the watch the, the watchman in there wow. oh, I don't um, think I um yeah because the yeah. yeah. uh. there's somewhere on the wall it says like in like who watches the watchman cool. um he sticks in um Oh Jesus I think th- he sticks in Peter Parker in there a little mm. bit Jane Jonah really? Jameson shows oh, no, that's up cool. a little bit um but you know what is the best easter egg mm. Mm. you know that there are actual Marvel heroes in there no Who are they? You, you don't We're know about them. that I mean I might What's I'd have this? to see it and when um the there's the breakout at the, the this huge like jail mm. where all the supervillains are and then you see all the superheroes coming to you know, get them. Yeah, yeah. If you look deep in that well, mm. very small. It's Captain America, hmm. Thor, and I think there's one other. I,
0: that's I, cute. I don't think yeah, it's Spider-Man. Awesome. But I, I always know. love when that happens. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Sneaking little.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love stuff like that. Uh, all right. Who's up? Len is Len, up? you got your last one. What do you got?
2: Well, JSA Golden Age from nineteen ninety three. Three, written mm-hmm. by James Robinson and drawn by Paul Smith is a four-issue um, prestige format, is what they were called yeah. back then in 93, miniseries that purports to tell the story of what happened between the disbanding of the Justice Society at the basically the tail end of just after World War II mm-hmm. and the creation of the, what is called the silver age Hmm. of comics and the mystery that they show in how the justice society or basically all of the heroes of the, of the war time come out of the war. So broken by the Hmm. experience, um, disenchanted with America because America becomes a little bit disenchanted with them. And, yet still wanting to hold on to the values that, you know, they want to be heroes Um, and they're struggling with that. Um, It's such a beautiful story because this is also a world where there is no Superman. Mm. There is no, you know, like super duper powered hero. There's like, there's not even a Dr. Fate. There's not a specter. The the most powerful hero is Green Lantern. And that's because of Green Lantern's ring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like what's his name? The. TNT, TNT. Kid, right like he's one of the main characters he's one of, right?
2: he's, he's one of the main characters yeah. TNT,
0: uh, uh, um, the T N T um
2: hero of the golden True. age and and his sidekick Dynamite Boy Dynamite Boy um and basically he earns the power of being able to blow up things but how do you earn that well he he gained it through some ac- oh, radiation okay. radiation did everything oh sure sure um. It's, but it's such a beautiful book. Paul Smith can do no fucking wrong as an artist to me. One of my favorite artists. Um, but it is such a real story told through the lens of one of the more popular heroes of of the of the 40s but just didn't get his shine, Johnny Johnny Quick.
0: Oh uh, yeah. He Johnny is Quirk like is kind cool. of like your your window into this, right? You know his, does anybody here other than me know his speed formula?
2: No, I can I'm aware of it, of it but I could
0: You know the speed formula. That's
2: uh, nice three times a bunch of
0: numbers. There is <laughs> well, yes, and letters. Go ahead. Uh, you know you want to say it. I do want to say it, and I'm going to. And maybe this will be the time that I get super speed. Hang on. Three x two nine y z four a. There's some parentheses in there as well. Three x two parentheses nine y z close parentheses. No, nah, you a. fucked it up. I don't you think see, I don't you think it got closer, you got any time just to close You, you fucked up. I said it up. the first time. I didn't have. I didn't try it. Three x two nine y z four a did i move really quickly and it just Maybe. looks regular to me I'm... no how would you know never mind <laughs> <laughs> it is but yo know, jsa
2: golden age um and it was released first off as just the golden age it's been yeah. mm-hmm. to um jsa golden age it's such a beautiful book such a beautiful story um and it really centers on like just uh, a lot of like more or less non-powered mm-hmm. vigilantes of the time um, having to deal with this crazy insane mystery mm-hmm. that happens that I will not give it away mm-hmm. um, that that deals with an old enemy of the justice society and an old enemy of the world at large. And that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Um, but it is so, it is so dope. It is so beautiful. And, and when I was reading it in my, in my head canon, mm-hmm. This is canon for mm. DC. It's not. Right. I understand that, but it's, it's my it's head. Canon. Yeah. It's yeah, my yeah. head. Sure. canon.
0: Now, Lynn, when I, I read this, uh, speaking of that, uh, I had no idea what Elseworlds was. I don't know if I'd read Superman, Batman or Superman speeding bullets already. Uh, but I picked this up and I'm reading it and I got one issue. <laughs> I think issue number one, cause I was like 11 or 12 and I'm like, what is happening?
2: And, yeah because and it, it's it, a
0: different world right i'm like and it's dark wait and it, it is dark too but i was i think you know i didn't know as much about continuity then as i do now but mm-hmm. i knew enough but, but not enough to know that i was that i wasn't wrong maybe mm-hmm. and i'm like hang on a second yeah this. Don't... wait this guy was doing this i thought he was who's this guy right <laughs> you know? right like, right 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 and so i was like mystified but i thought it was awesome like it the art is amazing. It's done with, like you said, it was called a prestige style, which is just the name of the binding. But it was a very prestigious feel of yes, a, of a yeah. book, you know. And uh, from the opening cover, the cover of the Indicia is cool. The way oh, they yeah. write the title and like this.
2: So it's got like a gold foil.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. That was awesome, too, which was very not quite popular yet, I think, at the time. But also just the design of the, the Golden Fun. Age has this like retro yeah. kind of future. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Something like fifties, like radio. retro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Um, which I love, and and the JSA is cool, and I don't think they were very heavily represented in comics at that. No, that they time, were not. You know, they were not.
2: And to yeah. be fair, the JSA. As most people know it, yeah. Green Lantern, Flash, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. they're talked about in there. Mm. But it's not really them because it's yeah. all these tangential heroes that knew them. Like it's because it's like Johnny Quick, who was like a super speedster at that time. And he, he even jokes about how people always wanted to know who was faster, me or the Flash. Oh, I see. And he doesn't yeah. even say because yeah. he knows he wasn't.
0: Right. You know? But he can fly too.
2: And, yeah, but and he Flash can fly too.
1: <laughs> I remember seeing this on the shelves when I was a kid back in 1993, and I th- I may have picked it up. I was like, who's these Jokers? I don't know these guys. Yeah. And I picked it up, and I flipped through it. And I'm like,
3: yeah.
1: I don't even know. I I, th- I, was under the impression it was not a DC comic.
0: Mm, like, I thought it
1: was an indie book yeah. with just made-up superheroes. Oh, yeah. And I was like, who gives a crap about this? And I just put it right back. I never bothered with it. I think they all
0: were pre existing superheroes. Yeah, but to From me, no, no, I know. To you, I was very yeah. much
1: into like the big heroes yeah. of the time. I was a big Spider Man oh, sure. guy, yeah. Todd McFarlane, all that sort of right, stuff. Right. Um and I wasn't really big into DC at the time, so I had no idea.
0: Well like in a way maybe they were a bit like um do you remember, I don't know, maybe around ten years ago a bunch of the I think gold key heroes mm-hmm. were re uh, were reborn by I think Archie Comics these were actual golden age characters that just yeah. Hadn't been written about yeah. for like 70 years. Yep. The and, American,
1: uh, I think,
2: is that yeah, one Yeah, the Black
0: Pirate, oh, yeah. I think, was yeah. one of them. Yeah. It was a very strange Superman type. Yeah. Because that's his role in that universe. But that was the, It wasn't a Gold Key, it was Dynamite. 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 Because yeah, Alex right.
2: Ross yes. did a whole thing of, rec- yeah. of the covers. And on Kirby, it. a
0: guy named Kirby, was a yeah. main character who also, I assume, looked like young Jack Kirby. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then the Gold Key ones did come back at another time. Mm-hmm. I believe. They did. It. They did. Yeah, yeah. That was, they were with Fark. Hmm. Brian, go. Hey, um, what do we got here? Let's see. Ah, Star Trek The Next Generation parallels, right? Similar to how Futurama is one of the best comedies in my mind. Star Trek The Next Generation, all time best TV shows, you know, mm-hmm. one of them at least. And uh, this is a great episode, right? It's later in the show. You know the characters well. And uh, Worf. Coming home from a Batleth tournament, where he took second place because somebody cheated a little bit.
1: Uh oh. He get
0: right. It turns out okay. Uh-huh. So, they, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, it's fine. But uh, he's he's coming home. He's recording a personal log, and he lands on the Enterprise. And I think that's when he finds out he's in another reality. Just uh-huh. like something is different, but he doesn't know what. He doesn't know at first that he's in an alternate reality. Yeah. And um just, everyone's
1: got goatees. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but they take him off real quick so he doesn't (laughs) notice (laughs) and uh, his goatee is gone and um, Uh he's uh, you know so he has to figure that out first that he's even flipping through alternate realities I think he uh, I forget how quickly it happens but it's a great episode that shows one of the things that I love most about alternate realities is like the core of the concept seeing these Sometimes big, sometimes small variations, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so you go through. Data has blue eyes. He looks just exactly the same every in every other way, but he's got blue eyes in one of the realities, right? And in another reality, the uh, Wesley Crusher's back. Like the makeup of the crew is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, relationships are different. Pin, you know, com badges are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's standing at the defensive thing when something happens, and tactics are different too. And the
1: panel mm-hmm. does
0: not work out well. Mm-hmm. For Jordy, if at had that one, because oh, they geez. get hit. You know what I'm saying? He's because he doesn't know the configuration. Sure. And he's like, what's going on? And Rick is like, get out of here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you <laughs> doing?
1: What
0: happened to Warp? Right. right. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. usually pretty good at this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just all those small. you find you know,
1: out why he's blipping through the. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's always some
2: kind of space babble.
0: Yeah. There was oh, some yes, space thing happening. Yeah, yeah. It was like a quantum thing was happening. And Data theorizes like, oh, for every reality you yeah. know every choice kind of deal i forget if he says it's the choices that generate them or if they're just already out there but the climax of it is a lot of enterprises show up um and you see different wars you know yeah different war different like one of them is if a major threat to the federation had won mm. and one of them is if that had happened and picard was gone but the Federation one in that one, you know, and so you see all of these different realities and all the data is working together to, to all figure out. All in one episode. Yeah. That last part is pretty quick.
2: That, that, that scene where he's talking about when all yeah. the yeah. enterprises show up yeah. contains one of the funniest lines I've oh, ever heard and, because I think his crusher is, is at the, at the comms or like, you know, like all these Enterprises start pipping up and he's like, captain, we're receiving a thousand <laughs> hails because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just
0: like, "What the fuck are you? Where where are we? What's happening?" <laughs> yeah, and everyone acts in basically the same ways, <laughs> so they all do it at yeah. like the oh, same funny. time, basically. That's yeah, um, yeah, it's just you know one thing that they could have done that uh, maybe it wouldn't have worked out sizing wise. They could have switched colors of the uniforms at that time and i you know 30 years later i never thought of it until right now it It wasn't missing anything budget restraints man yeah yeah. well that's what i'm saying like they maybe couldn't just switch uniforms with each other um but uh yeah and so then at the end it turns out remember that batleth tournament i was telling you about Uh earlier right that somebody cheated and he took second prize he was already in an alternate reality oh that's right all right so he didn't which is actually kind of inconsistent. It's weird because he pr- actually did that <laughs> and had that memory. But anyway, he, when he yeah. comes back, he, he won. won. It's okay. great. Yeah. 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 So disaster averted. Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't really that big of a deal.
1: Um, <laughs> Spider-Man rain came out in 2006. Okay. And it was by uh, written and illustrated by Kari Andrews. Yes. And it was four issue limited series. It took place on earth. Seven Oh two, three, seven.
0: Noted at that time? Yeah. Oh, what did they really?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's what it says. I don't think it was noted at that time. I don't think they had all the Earths back then. Set 30 years into Spider-Man's future on Earth 70237, Mm -hmm. it features a retired Spider-Man who returns to combat the injustices of a vastly different New York City. And this was 100% Harre Andrews being like, hey, what if Spider-Man had a... Dark Knight Returns Exactly And what if I drew it To look exactly like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns And
0: It'll be in the black costume So it'll be darker And it's so much so That I believe They have talking heads On TVs in there Who are named Miller and Varley. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I've never read it. I I knew the, Yeah. I knew the backstory, but I never read yeah, it. It's it's good.
1: Yeah, it's definitely what if this had what if Spider-Man was what in what Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it is a little um yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Infamous. Because yeah. of some of the story choices that happen. Uh to me, I thought this was horrible and it's has stuck with me ever since. The book itself. Yeah. It, the the Weird something that happens. Something that happens in the book uh, with Mary Jane. Mary Jane's dead. Um, Doctor Octopus is dead. But the reason MJ is dead is because you remember he got bit by a spider.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, oh, it was it the dead. radiation? He killed her by it's having a, sex with her all the time. Yes. Yeah.
1: Turns out he was just dumping radioactive seed into her. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And she she died of radiation poisoning from having sex with radioactive Peter Parker. Yeah. Which is a punchline now. But when I read it, I was like, I really felt the Parker luck. Like, I really felt his responsibility to that.
0: certainly an interesting, like possible angle to take on what could happen yeah this this Uh, dude
1: is he has spider powers because he's radioactive and anyone anyone around him like sure that's what i thought it was just because
0: like yes they did have sex they had a healthy sex life but i thought it was just because
1: (laughs) was it throat cancer (laughs) says robert monroe jr
0: well done it was all ends yeah (laughs) Um, um no i thought it was like well, just because they were around each other so much, right? I don't remember the. Yeah. Did they enumerate that in the book? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Did they show it.
1: In, in, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when he said he yells "Thwip." Oh, nice. But it's not. That's it's good, not
0: Webbs. Interesting. Yeah. What is it? He's, um, he's semen. throwing Oh yeah. Ropes. yeah, yeah,
1: ropes. He's throwing ropes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this part doesn't come up a lot in my Spider-Man yeah. career, but I can also yeah. do this.
1: So, uh, yeah, and then also there's a really gnarly bit where Dr. Octopus is dead
0: yeah, and of buried.
1: Same, he also is covered, reason? yeah, from all of the spider semen.
2: <laughs> all these ropes on his
1: face.
2: <laughs> um, Do this one more time, Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I quit.
1: Um, he, yeah, he winds up dying. Um, Tentacle porn. And, well, hmm. his tentacles, which are AI and alive... Are dragging around his corpse.
0: Oh right right right. Yeah. I I forgot about that part. Yes, it is. It is in the porn industry. Yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) So um. Anyway, it's coming back.
0: By the way, they're
1: they're returning to Spider-Man Reign. That's it.
0: I enjoyed it. I, I I I liked it a lot. Very much so. I was like oh, this is just Dark Knight. Yeah, Returns, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But uh, I thought it was cool. But uh, is he in the tentacles, Dr. Octopus, or did the they The corpse themselves?
1: is dragging... No, I'm either. sorry, the, the 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 arms are dragging around Dr.
2: Octopus's corpse. No, I'm
0: sorry, I mean the mind. Like, is is his mind in the tentacles? Or oh, is, I don't is remember.
2: Dead. The, the, the oh, yeah. tentacles have their own AI. They got their yeah. own AI. Okay. Yeah, I don't All think
1: right. that his... I don't think he uploaded himself to the I arms, it. but it's, it's possible.
2: Right. It's possible. Is he like a, a, a decomposing corpse? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He
1: is a, a skin and bone, like skeleton.
0: Yeah. Just That's being.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: gross. And how does it even stay there? Like if he's doing all kinds of stuff, you think he'd get knocked out? I, right? just, I, just, Some of it. I
1: just picture him like Weekend at bernies in like,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: while fighting Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: was there but, a sequel to that movie?
2: Right? That's so weird. I just yeah. pictured eventually just dragging along a hip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's just what what
1: sounds,
0: right? he would like he would eventually just kind of start yeah. to well, fall. Well, it's
1: only 30 years and maybe he's only been dead for like a year.
0: I guess so. You well, think, think the head so. would come off right quick? It's just yeah. dragging. Yeah, it's right. yep. And he's getting into fights, right? Yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> so that that was it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throwing ropes. Um, <laughs>
0: Anything else that you Jesus. thought of while this? You I mentioned don't the nail was pretty awesome. The nail. Yeah. The
1: nail by um,
0: uh, Alan Davis. Davis.
1: Oh, who wrote it? Was it Alan Davis? He wrote it and drew it. We to this it day. On the show. To this day, one of my favorite awesome. else worlds. Awesome story. Yeah, it and is. it's
0: like a very classic Silver Edgy type story. There was one. I don't remember the name of it. Um, I think it was called Flashpoint, actually, where. The Flash was the only superhero in the oh. world, and it was a really when, cool. When about was ooh, this? Like uh, late nineties, oh, okay. I think. Hmm. Uh, it was either two or four part story where he's the only superhero, and he's just the Flash. Exhausted. He's like people love him, and he's probably tired sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but he's a lot of energy yeah. from the Speed Force and such, which didn't exist yet. Maybe, and, <laughs> and uh, but it was cool. It was just yeah. a cool explanation, cool um, exploration of yeah. like what if he was the only superhero.
1: You know what? What for? This is this one's for Noel. Here we go. You know, one of my favorite multiversal what is stories, it? Um, Armageddon two thousand one.
0: You know what, JD? I was no. thinking about adding that in myself. Yeah, were really? you? And I didn't. Uh huh. But but like I said earlier, this is just a list of three alternate stories, not Armageddon because all Armageddon two thousand one is one of my favorites. It's I've it and it's, it's good. So, it's so many. We should different tell people about alternate it. reality stories, yeah. right? And uh, they just so many of them still stand out in my mind, and uh, let's talk about that for a while.
1: Yeah, let's, let's yes,
0: okay. have another show about it. Let's do it. Do you have, um, have anything you didn't? Bring well, up? I was just going to say um, runners you, up.
2: You mentioned about the nail by Alan Davis, yeah. which definitely it's very good. It, it actually spawned a sequel. Yeah, another nail. Another nail. Not so, as
0: good, uh, no. but no, it's not. And wanted to spawn a third one too. Yeah, I think, yeah, right? but they you were like, that nah. They, yeah, they didn't want to do that, but they like, didn't. Some yeah. of the stuff that was in the sequel might have been cooler if it had right. more of the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if that didn't play a part in Burn, John Byrne, because he always wants to redo what everybody does. Yeah. He, Him doing Generations. Generations
0: was awesome. W- I forgot about it. When it started. The it, first it, one was awesome. The first round of it, it was awesome. It
2: ends on, on mm. shit. But Alan Davis actually fell in love with the whole idea of doing like these, you know, Basically, what if stories Mm -hmm. that then he does too in Marvel because he does um, purports like to do the last story of both the Avengers and the the the, Fantastic Four. And those
0: were some of those were very cool. Yeah, they were the end stories. I
1: wasn't wasn't into them. I remember reading it because it was Alan Davis and be like, eh.
2: Because with Alan Davis, the art you can't knock. So so, good. But his writing is very Hmm. up and down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever read uh Big Town Speaking of Marvel. It's a, a very underrated one where uh Reed Richards like used his intelligence to uh, do things in the world <laughs> rather than just yeah. invent some crazy shit and then move on. Yeah. So he completely changes the Marvel universe. Oh, that's neat. Um that one was pretty cool. And uh Universe X. going to yeah. talk about it, but I want to mention it. it's one of my all-time favorites.
1: It's one of the things about anytime I think about the the super geniuses in the comic books? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These worlds would be completely different if those right. dudes actually like, existed.
2: Two years later. Yeah.
1: Dude, no, one, no one would die of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> right. It'd You'd have teleportation. Except Mary Jane. Except for Mary Jane yeah. from all them ropes. Um. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Len. Um. We'll talk at you later. I guess Are you that's
0: you doing a Mary Jane over there? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Was he miming this?
3: <laughs> Was
1: it throat cancer? Robert Monroe Jr.,
0: You should be either ashamed or proud of yourself.
1: Yeah, you should be ashamed and proud of yourself. (laughs) Thanks so much for hanging out with us, and we'll talk to you later.
3: Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan.
1: Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.